Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleeper but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Slackers don't get fed. Huh, yeah. Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the palm looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the Christmas five minutes and you're about ready to quit. I ain't mad at you. I'm just hitting you with the real. <laughs> if you die for me, I was still tripping. Now, how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This is deep, huh? Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but you're stuck at trying to reach, huh? But after him who's able to possess your father's by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now, the point is, was prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate. Management from K 
Hamburg's college. At a later age, he continued life not caring or noticing how he was treating his body by gaining so much weight. A freak and embarrassing accident changed his perspective. And now he's ready to share his journey as an author to other top-selling books, Your Intangible Assets, Five Simple Ways to Success, and Winner Within is in You. Mr. Elder is a real-life motivator and life coach gathering lifelong experiences to share nationwide. His biggest accomplishments thus far is bringing his newest life-changing message to baby boomers and the Generation Y of getting healthy before it's too late. Obesity is no laughing matter, and although we can hear fat jokes all day, it's never funny when you're the person trapped inside of an obese. And again, welcome, Mr. Elder. Thank you very much, Mr. Patterson, for having me on your platform. I'm here to hope to deliver this message to your listeners so they can understand and beat this obesity and join me, like I say, with my two damn fat soldiers. Once a person joined me, I call them a two damn fat soldier because it's a war against this obesity, and we got to start winning these battles so we can win the war. That's definitely, definitely the case. Uh, starting now, can you tell us uh, how big you were when you knew that you were tired of being fat? How big I was? I was 364 pounds. My waist was a size 54. I wore a size 5X shirt. I was a big guy, too big for my own for my own body. I was morbidly obese. I was killing myself slowly. Like I tell a lot of people, when you're that fat, you are committing self-suicide. And that's what I was doing to myself. And when I went to my doctor back in 2017, he told me that he couldn't give me any more pills to help me with my diabetes, my high blood pressure. He couldn't do it anymore. But I was there because of what happened to me. I had a freak accident. I fell down and hit my head, and I had a concussion. And when I was laying down in the ground in the cold, I started thinking to myself, I said, if I would have been lighter, I might have could have not fell or hit my head. I could have skipped or made a move or something. And that started to resonate with me. And I said I had to do something about it. Then the icing on the cake, and I hate to use the word cake because I don't like to eat sweets now, but the icing on the cake was when I went and see my doctor, and he told me that my sugar was 390. My blood pressure was 170 over 90. He said, I'm killing, you're killing yourself. I have to give you insulin so you can go home. Wow. Right then and there, I had an aha moment. I woke up and I said, you know, I have to do something different. I have to. He gave me a time frame. He said, you'll be dead in five years if you continue to eat like you're doing and continue to do the things that you're doing. That's an aha moment. You wake up right then and there, you say to yourself, what am I going to do different? Because I tried all the things before to try to lose weight, acupuncture, guys to bypass, psychiatrists, everything, trainers, they didn't work. So I said, those that didn't work, I can't try them again. I want to try something new. And I started to look at it and analyze, what did I do wrong? How can I make this now a success story so I can live and live longer than five years? And I started to write down everything I did every day, what I ate, what I was doing. And it started to be a journal. And that's how I came out with the Too Damn Fat book. Too Damn Fat. I told myself the truth. And that truth helped me set free. You know, it's amazing. You had mentioned uh, a 
diets don't work, and I know for a fact people start on diets every other week and they stay on them two days. Diets don't work in two days. That that's more that's longer than normal. I've seen sometimes only on for a couple hours. That's all they do. They're only on there for a little while. When a person tells you that they're on a diet, it's going to be a failure. You have to be on a lifestyle change because obesity has to be conquered by changing your lifestyle and not losing weight but releasing weight. And that was my key component of helping me defeat obesity. I'm going on two years of beating obesity. Last week I was at my PC doctor. My sugar, like I told you, was 390. 103. Mm-hmm. My blood pressure, 106 over 70. Now, I'm going to have my final test Monday night. I'm going to going into the hospital, have sleep apnea test to show and finally prove that I have beaten all the diseases I had when I was too damn fat. I don't have sleep apnea no more. I don't stop breathing. I did have the worst case on record in the hospital that I had my test about eight years ago, I had stopped breathing 101 times. So wow. this is going to be my conclusion. Monday night when they go in there and take the test, they're going to say, you don't have sleep apnea no more? Then I'm going to write my next book, you just fat. So I'm going down and just showing everybody that this can be done. This will be a win-win for you if you listen and follow my instruction. I tell people all the time, just remember this. Don't lose weight, release weight. But it has to be a step. There's nine steps that I divine that will help you beat obesity. They're easy. They're easy because I know what it is to be morbidly obese. I know what it is not to be able to tie your shoes. I know what it is to not be able to walk up a flight of stairs. I know what it is not to be able to pick up your kids, grandkids. I know what it is to shop at the big and tall store and then they still don't have your size. I know how it feels to be fat. Yes, you sound definitely sound like you do. One question right here. I, I never really associated a, a sleep acnea with a, a weight issue. Okay, yes, they, it they is they a weight issue because what happens is that it, you're, you're, you're getting so fat, your body parts are starting to clog up on you. You follow they're they swelling up because your body is too big. Your lungs is trying to press 300, 400 pounds. Now, listen, I don't snore anymore. I do not um, stop breathing when I sleep now, but I want to have the documentation through my medical doctor that I no longer have it because everything I have done, I have facts and proven. If anybody's out there in the medical field, they know what the MIB is, the Medical Information Bureau. So I can pull up and show you my medical records. I'm showing you I am beating obesity. It works. Two years. Two years it works. Most programs, like you just said, a diet lasts two days. So, well, that's if just, you follow hey, that's my instructions, that's just with the people that I know. They start a diet and they last for two days, and you never hear about it anymore. Well, how, how did you get started? I mean, what happened that actually got you started? I got started because I got sick and tired of being fat. There was no personal trainers, no medical operations, no fat food diets, no programs, because none of them work. 
when you use those programs, you'll lose, and I say lose, I'm going to interchange it because i got to go with the traditional way of people losing weight so they know that. When they lose weight, they lose that water weight. If they're on the program, they use that food, they lose that weight, 10 or 15 pounds. And once they stop, they blow up and they gain another 15 pounds because they're not on the program. My program is designed for you to release weight that it doesn't come back. It does not come back because once you lose something, you're always looking for it. That's how I changed my language. I changed the think process of being obesity by changing the mind. My book is a motivational guide to releasing obesity. I don't claim to be a medical doctor. I don't claim to be a dietitian. I don't claim to be a physical therapist. I don't claim to be a physical trainer. But I do claim one thing I know for sure that I claim that I was fat as a house and now I'm thin as a rail. And I saw what changed for me and the people that I'm working with all over the country in my office and online, how they are releasing weight and gaining their life back. They are having smiles on their face again. My doctor and doctors are sending me their patients that they couldn't get off of being obese, and they come in and talking to me, and I am helping them reset their life with this obesity. Now, I want to tell you something that I know for sure. If you listen to me and follow the nine steps that are in my book, you will defeat obesity and gain your life back. You cannot have a person that's four or 500 pounds and put them into the gym and have them start to work out. What are they going to do? They're going to hurt something. They're not going to want to come back again. These gym memberships are selling gym memberships to fat people because they know they're not going to use them. Right. They sign them up, they don't use them. So let's do something the right way. First thing you have to do is teach people that are obese because they're also a food addict is that they must not gain another pound. When they come and see me, I tell them the first thing we're going to do is we're going to work on and control that you don't gain another pound. Then we'll work on releasing the weight. We will start setting the mind on the right path. That's powerful. Mr. Elder, I think we got somebody with a question here. Let me let them in. Two nine two nine six four, you're on. Hello. They wanted it going on. I see that they they're there and they're ready to ask me a question, but if they can't get through on the phone, they're gonna also hit me on my Gmail at two damn fat at gmail dot com. The number two damn fat at gmail dot com. Two damn fat at gmail dot com or any platform, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Too damn fat, and they can reach me and ask me any question they like. Right now, I want to extend to your listeners that are listening right now, anyone that emails me during this show, I will send out a free digital copy for them to start on their journey to being obesity, a gift from me and you to help them gain their life back because I'm here to help people get their life back together. I want people to 
beat this obesity. I'm tired of people dying. I had my uncle die from obesity. I had my pastor die from obesity. I had my niece die from obesity. And I was about to die from obesity. So I am here to be a champion for the people that have been going through these weight loss programs and been failing, and they want to lose weight, but they just don't know how. I am here to help them conquer this monster. So please call in. I want to help you. Call in right now. And to call in to this show, if you don't have it, it's 646-929-2870. Press number one on your phone, and you can join the conversation. Jump in right now while Mr. Elder is giving you all this priceless jewels. And, and Mr. Elder, also touch a little bit on uh, these other p- situations that's associated with being too darn fat that people take for granted, you know, like the high blood pressure. Uh, and the other uh, uh, things that being overweight causes that people don't know that it has a front door access to death. Listen, you don't die from obesity. You die from the complications of obesity. Obesity brings on high blood pressure, heart conditions, right, diabetes, sleep apnea, you can't move, you're tired, you're lethargic. All these things come on because you're overweight. Your body's not used to carrying around that extra weight. The body wasn't designed for that. You know that we were designed, and you and I and I tell people this. We started out as vegetarians, okay? We were not carnivores. So, what I mean by that is that our body was used to a nice, fit and lean diet. Now, where our lifestyle changed, we're eating processed food, we're going to drive-thrus. You tell me how in the heck can you order a food at the, at the microphone, get up to the window, and your food is done in two minutes, and that's healthy for you. Tell me again, how is that healthy for you? That food is being processed, microwaved, and everything else. So you know that you're doing something wrong. Just stop. Just stop. Call me. Email me. I'll help you jumpstart this this weight loss program, which is not for the people who are looking to lose weight. I'm looking for people who are ready, listen to me once again, who are ready to release weight. That's the key. Are you ready? Are you sick and tired of being Fat. Females and males alike, five one five two six three six four. You know when you look in the mirror that you see some things that shouldn't be there, like you shouldn't be there. So call me. Let me help you get started back on your life. Hey, and people, quit talking about you're going to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow not promised to them. The funeral homes already know that. They've got extra large coffins out there. They got them ready. The funeral home walking through the the funeral director is walking through the mall smiling because 43% of this country is obese. And let me give you another number. 84 million people are in a pre-diabetic condition. What that means, a couple more pounds, they'll have type 2 diabetes. Stop exercising, type 2 diabetes. Stop, don't eat the food, eating the right food, they have type 2 diabetes. Now, type 1 diabetes, you are born with that. But type 2 diabetes, I call that an elective 
condition because you can change that. You heard what I said at the top of the program. My sugar was 390. Now I'm 103. I'm not a diabetic. I'm still a diabetic, but I don't need the medicine no more. I have been taught and changed my lifestyle that I'm no longer a diabetic. No diabetic conditions. No tingling in the nerves. Not, no going to the bathroom all the time. Nothing. The vision, beautiful. Everything came back when you do it the right way. When you do it the way it's supposed to be. Changing your lifestyle and releasing weight will always be trying to lose weight. Yeah, and that's the hardest thing for most people to do is to change their lifestyle, especially when they come from, you know, certain backgrounds and their families and so on and so forth, you know, lived and ate a certain way. Yeah, but that's, again, another excuse. I talk about that book, excuses, excuses, excuses. Now, we're going to take an example from my family. I was, I was obese. My wife's not obese. My daughter's not obese. My son's not obese. My grandkids not obese. I was obese. So if my kids could have looked at me and said they wanted to be obese because they saw their parent was obese, that's another excuse. But the thing we have to do is show these kids, because I see them out there, and I know you see them out there, out there all the time. There's some fat little kids now. Do you look around and see how big some of these kids are? They're well, not let me ask going you a question to the too. grocery I, store buying food. Well, I do see a bunch of fat little kids out there, but don't wouldn't you blame a lot of that on their parents and the food and the stuff? That's what I'm just saying. They don't go to the store to buy the food. They don't go shopping. The parents is the yeah. one creating that. If the parents are eating garbage and they're making the kids eating garbage, we're creating another what? Generation of fat people. That's why I told you it's 43% of people in this country are obese. Come on now. We're, we're doing that. We can change it. And the way to change it is you've got to have a program that is designed to change your mind, a motivational guide to helping you beat obesity. Now, why is my program so successful? Because I do it the right way. I take it nice and slow. Like I said, the first thing we got to do is make sure that you don't gain another pound. Most places don't look at that. They were first thing they want you to do. Get on the scale. Get on the scale right now. See how much you weigh. What is the scale going to do? It's going to show you lost 10 or 12 pounds, but you didn't learn how to eat. You didn't learn how to change your lifestyle. That's why the guys that bypass failure rate is so high. They make people get into t- to surgery. They say, okay, if you want to have the surgery, if you lose 60 pounds, we can do the surgery. They lose the 60 pounds, they get the surgery done, and then after that, what happens? They blow back up again because their stomach now is adapted to what they're eating. They eat more and more and more and more, and they blow up again. I've seen it in my own family. I've seen it with clients that I deal with because no one taught them how to reset their lifestyle or eating. We should only eat for fuel. Not overeat. Well, a lot of us are overeating. Do you need to go to McDonald's and have a, what is it, a, what is it, a Whopper? I don't know which one they sell. You know, I don't want to say the name. I just said it, but the Golden Arches and get two of everything? Do you really need two? Do you need to get an extra large? Do you need to get a soda that's a liter size? Do you need a super size fry? 
do you need three patties on two pieces of bread? Do you really need that, or did you just need something just to fuel your body, get your metabolism going, just to knock off that hunger? That's what I teach people. I show them, I don't mind. You can have cookies. You can't eat the whole bag. <laughs> you can't do it. We got to show you and gain your experience of how to eat again, how to eat again. I think it's wrong that we always telling kids to finish the plate. There's nothing wrong with it if the plate is the right portion size. But if you filled it over the top and told them to finish the plate, you are creating them to have a bad eating habit. Wouldn't you agree? I certainly agree, especially on top of that, when you got the wrong things for them to eat on the plate. Yeah, they, parents are taking their kids to these fast food places because they're not cooking no more. You know, something quick is cheap. The dollar menu is cheap, so they can feed a little kid for under $20 a family, and they're all set. But look at the later later effects of them eating that food, the obesity, medical problems, insurance. Fat people pay more for insurance. Fat people pay more for clothes. They got to buy bigger cars. They go to hospital more than skinny people. Now, I'm not saying all skinny people are healthy, but the norm is that they're better healthy than a fat person. Now, let me tell you, I don't see a lot of fat senior citizens. How about you, Mr. Patterson? I don't see them. They don't no. make it. No. They don't make it, right. but you can see a nice, healthy 85-year-old, 90-year-old lady, 93-year-old lady, and you or, or male. They're not fat. They're thin. Fat people don't make it. And that's what I'm trying to help people understand. We can beat this obesity together if you understand how to reverse it or reset your life. That's what I want people to call in. I know you're afraid. I was the same way. The fat monster had me afraid of trying to beat him. You know, it, it fools you. It's like, it's like a drug addict. When you're a food addict, you're just like a drug addict, but your choice of drug is food. And I know that addiction is strong because I was there. I was 30 years of morbidly obesity. I don't know why I didn't wake up before. I don't know why I didn't listen before. But I know that God sent me this message to save my life, and he gave me a purpose to go out and save other people so they can claim that they have finally beat that obesity monster and got their life back. Definitely gave you a wonderful purpose because the time is now and the people need it. And for those that have just joined us, please press number one on your phone so you can get some of this information. The caller number is 646-929-2870, and we're talking about too damn fat. So America, other countries think we do too doggone fat, so you might as well call in and get some of this information. You don't want to die of high blood pressure or all the other illnesses that being overweight can cause. So call in right now, number one. Let us hear from you. Yeah. They're calling in and listen, bro. They're sitting back and they're listening. They they're, they're never heard anybody talk about obesity like this, so they're shocked. 
that a person could come out and call it like it is. You too damn fat. Because usually we sugarcoat it for them. We sugarcoat it. You know, you just gained a couple pounds. You don't look too bad. You know, you just buy a little a larger shirt. You know, next thing to know, the guy's buying suspenders. He's not wearing belt anymore to hold his pants up. So we, we've been nice to our family. We don't want to call it like it is, you know. So we people just don't tell other people they fat. But they'll tell a person if they got a drug problem or they smoke too much, they go, you got to quit smoking. Oh, uh, you should stop doing drugs, or uh, you're an alcoholic. You should go get help. But how about a fat person? Why we don't go up to the person who's a family member, somebody we love, and tell them that they got a problem? Do, or do we want to wait till we had to call 911 for them because they're having a heart attack? Or we got to wait until they fall down the steps? Or if they're di- a diabetic, we got to wait till they get their toes amputated or get their foot amputated before we say something. Why are we going to wait that long? Because... People are afraid to tell them the truth. And, yeah, they're afraid to tell them the truth. They're afraid to be ridiculed. Are you mean? Are you heartless? And why did you say that to that person? You know, that wasn't nice and all those type things. But they don't know that you tell them because you cared. And if you didn't care, you wouldn't say nothing. At least I don't. If I don't care, I ain't Absolutely. Absolutely. Nobody wouldn't say anything. But you don't remember... I call it visual discrimination. Now, what I mean by that, let me um, elaborate on that a little bit. When you are fat and people look at you, what's the first thing they're thinking? They're thinking you're lazy. They think that you're going to eat a lot. They think that you can't control or do the things that you're supposed to do. It's visual discrimination. I suffered a lot of it. I suffered it from my own family. My niece called me the number one fat guy. I had a kid tell me one day, he told his mother, is that fat guy going to eat me? How do you think I felt? <laughs> wow. How do you think I felt? He said, is that fat guy going to eat me? Because you know one thing? Kids don't lie. Clothes don't lie. And drunks don't lie. Another thing I add, and definitely mirrors don't lie. So look in the mirror and tell yourself the truth that it's time to make a change. It's time to wake up and admit to yourself that you need to start beating back this obesity. Now, when I talk about that, I want to tell you the nine tools to beating obesity is simple when you, when you work with me. It's very simple. The first step is this. You have to admit to yourself that there's a problem. You have to admit that. And that's one of my things when I'm counseling people. I say to them, you tried a lot of other programs. You failed because you're still big as a house. I call it like it is. Now, what is going to be different between me and you? They say, I, don't, I, like, what, I like your language. I like what you're saying. And then I say to them, it is something going to be different between me and you. I have to look in your eye and know that you are ready. If you're not ready, no program is going to work for you. You have to be ready. Once you're ready, then I will teach you the steps to defeat obesity. You follow what I'm saying, Mr. Patterson? If you're not ready and you're still continuously wanting to be fat as a house, I can't help you. If you continue to want to break chairs, I can't help you. If you continue to want to pay more for your insurance and life insurance, can't help you. If you continue to want to have a bad sex life, because you ain't having a great sex life when you're big as a house, so we're going to call it just like it is. If you want to continue to live like that, I can't help you. But if you want to change your lifestyle and you want to beat obesity and join my army of the two damn fat soldiers, 
I can help you with the other thousands of people that I'm helping across the country. I can help you. So call in. Mr. Patterson has me on his platform because he knows it's very important that you guys know that obesity is killing people. By the time we're finished with this program, 10 to 15 people will be dead from the complications of obesity. Question for you, Mr. Elder. Are there other causes for uh, obesity outside of being a food addict, such as uh, glandular problems? Could that cause obesity as well? Yeah, there, the medical side, yes, but that number is very slim. Most of obesity is elective. It's overeating. Most of obesity is, a, is elective. It's overeating. Now, I don't have any thyroids at all. Do you know what a thyroid gland does? It controls your metabolism. I had thyroid cancer in 2007, but I still release weight. I could have used that as an excuse. I didn't. Right. I could have used the excuse I had six knee operations. I didn't. I could have used the excuse I had two shoulder operations. I didn't. I can continue to make excuses of why I'm fat, but I need to say to myself, that I need to admit to myself that I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be fat. I'm not fat anymore. I got a new life now. I got so much energy. My family is so great. I'm helping people. I see the, the joy in their eyes when I'm helping them. I see when they can move better, they're walking better, and they're telling me about all the personal things that have changed from them. That brings a smile to my face. It brings a smile to my face when I can walk into a regular store and go in there and pick something off the rack and it fits. Oh, how good does that feel? It brings a smile to my face that I'm not wearing a sheet anymore. Oh, I can wear some skinny jeans. You know what I'm talking about, Mr. Patterson? <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, I'm just, I'm, I'm just laughing. And I'm laughing with, hey, I'm laughing. And I'm laughing with you because I can hear the enthusiasm in your voice, man. I want you to laugh with me, but I also want you to be serious. That's why I call the book Too Damn Fat. If you've seen the logo, you see there's a guy up there who's looking and he's saying to you, listen, smile at me, but understand that there is a problem. I didn't want to be too offensive, but I wanted people to understand it is a problem of being fat. Come on, let's call it like it is. Let's stop sugarcoating it. I want the people out there that are listening to just go ahead, grab the phone. If you can't grab the phone, I'll make the offer to you again. You can hit me on my Gmail account, 2damnfatgmail.com. You can hit me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, 2damnfat, at all those platforms. Also, I'm offering a free digital copy to the people that hit me because I want them to beat this obesity. I want them to send me back and tell me that they got a success story. They released 40, 30, 50, 100 pounds. Their life is better. Oh, how their wife love them now. How their husband love them. How their kids are doing. You know my grandkids used to say to me, I know you don't want to go outside because you can't move. <laughs> How bad is that? The whole family tell you you can't move. They looking at you. They telling you the truth because kids tell you the truth. Now that we are here at this point in our life, Mr. Patterson, and I see that you are a man that want people to learn something different, and that this is a perfect opportunity for them to release this obesity. There's ways we can do it. I want to. I know we got a few minutes left, but I want to give this information out 
to about my nine tools to beating obesity, and let me see if the listeners can understand how much sense this makes. Ready? Number one, Great. admit to yourself that you got a problem. Number two, two commitment goes a long way. Commit to you. Number three, visual aids. See you. Do you understand what I mean by see you? Visual aids? Take pictures of you when you used to be skinny or smaller, whatever, and put them around you so you can look at them and start to say, I want to get back to that person. Those are visual aids. See you. Put a picture or side that this is your goal that you want to get to. Make that in your daily sight so you can see it when you wake up, see it when you're driving your car, see it when you're at work. That'll start changing the mind. Number four, we got to re-energize you because you've been slow and lazy. I know how it is. I used to come off, get out, go home, and go sit on the couch. That's where you get couch potato from. You sit right there, and you eat and go to sleep on it. What's going to happen? You're not burning off that food that's supposed to be used for fuel. It's just sitting there. So when it sits there, it turns to what? Fat, and it stores itself. So you get bigger and bigger. Now, fifth, we're going to try to controlling yourself. We're going to show, I'm going to teach you how to control yourself again. Six, steps in movement. I don't believe in exercise. I don't believe in a person who's overweight, Go have him go out and try to walk a mile. I believe that he needs to get up and start doing some movement. If he hasn't been walking, you send him out, I tell him to do this. Do 25 steps and take 25 steps back. The next day, add five more. Make it 30. But build on it because you can't have a person that's obese going out and trying to walk a mile, a half a mile, a quarter mile. Ain't no way. He'll, t- he'll fall over. He hasn't been doing right. it. Everything has to be a slow and easy process of changing your lifestyle. Now, seven, goals. What are your goals and what is your timetable? You have to put a timetable on it so you can follow yourself to see if you're achieving your goals. You got to have an idea. My goal was one year, two years. And then after that, three years. But my goal is a lifetime goal because I never want to be fat again. I can't stop what I'm doing. Because remember what I said in the beginning of the conversation? It's a lifestyle. This is my lifestyle now. This past month, I did three 5K walks. Now, I want to be personal with you. Five, six years ago, my wife went on 5K walk with her girlfriend. You know what I did? I drove her there, waited for her to finish the walk. While I waited, I went and got something to eat and sat out in the parking lot and waited. Now I'm walking with her. That's an improvement because I did what? Changed my lifestyle. Now, eight, being selfish. Releasing weight is about being selfish because you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of somebody else. If you're not taking care of yourself the way you're supposed to, how can you take care of somebody else? When you're on the airplane, what do they tell you? In case of emergency and the mask falls down, put the mask on yourself first, and once that is secure, put it on somebody else. So the same thing with releasing obesity. Take care of yourself first, then you can help somebody else. And that's exactly what I did. I took care of myself first, conquered the obesity monster, now helping other people through your platform. So I'm glad that I'm here. And nine, you have to be consistent. 
to win this war. Simple. There's nothing difficult. Did you hear me go out there and tell you how to do a marathon? Did you hear me say that you had to count calories? Did you hear me say you got to walk around with a lunch pail? You didn't hear any of those difficult things. All you heard are common sense things that are done in a procession and in steps that can help you beat obesity. Do you have a question for me? I think the most important thing that I heard you say, and I don't know about my listeners, but the most important thing that I heard you say, you have to first make a conscious decision that you're ready to change your life. Absolutely. 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 I have patients 74 years old to 20, 565 pounds. I got one 530 all the way down to 200. And I see that they're ready to make a commitment. That's why I said the first thing is you got to admit to yourself that you got a problem. And then you got to admit that you're, and then you got to com- com- commit to being ready. Those two key things, we can, I, can, I can help anyone once we start to talk about the language and I show them the steps and the exercises to help them do this. I have that all in my book, How to Get It Back Together. I'm going to teach you how to make it happen. I say it's easy because I've been doing it so long now and my success rate is so great that I know I can help anyone. If they're only willing to call. What was your weight again when you started? 364 pounds. And you two something now? Right now, I don't do weight, though. Remember, I don't do weight. I don't keep my number on weight. I'll tell you by sizes, though. You ready for this? Yeah. Ready. All right. I wear an extra large shirt instead of a 5X. My waist is a size 40. I already gave you my medical numbers. My sugar, 103, 103, blood pressure, 106 over 70. So I don't concentrate. Remember, I say people get into the mindset of numbers. Remember, they get into the numbers, yeah. and then they, when they feel defeated, if they don't reach the number. Remember, once you start exercising and steps in movement, you're going to cut away that fat, right? And muscle is more condensed, and it weighs more, but you'll look smaller. You follow what I'm saying, Mr. Patterson? So if you concentrate on that, that's the key. When I started, I bought a size. My goal now, is ready, is a size 38. I was 38, size 38 in high school. That's my goal, 38. And a, and a large, not an extra large, but a large. So I came from 5X to an extra large, and I'm at a size 40 pants. I think I'm doing a great job. What would you say? I would say you're doing a fantastic job because I wear an extra large right now. So I Okay, so does it matter if I lost 125, 150 pounds? doesn't matter. Because, remember, I don't look for loss. Remember, I look for release. Right. I released over 100 pounds. So that's what I'm looking at. That's what I want people to do. Stop thinking about the traditional ways of losing weight but releasing weight. Buy your set of clothes that are two sizes smaller than your that that are two sizes smaller than your present you're wearing and use them as your goal. Wake up in the morning and try them on. I know you won't be able to get them on, but you'll see a visual that you can see each time you keep trying to lose or release weight, they're coming up closer and closer, inch by inch. Inch by inch, and then finally you'll be able to button them. But you got to have a goal. you got to have a plan, and that's what I'm talking about. You don't die from obesity. You die from the complication of obesity. 
Don't wait too long to change your lifestyle. Don't wait till they have to tell you they got to amputate your toes, cut off your foot, or put you on a, on a sleep machine for you to sleep at night. Don't wait that long. Don't wait for them to keep increasing your medicine. Don't wait until it's too late that you're in a box, you got six other people carrying you. Don't wait. I'm glad I didn't wait. I mean, it took me a long time because I was hard-headed because, like I said, I was addicted. But I'm glad that I finally woke up and had my aha moment that my life is back together now. I am so glad that I finally beat the obesity monster, and I'm continue to beat them daily. Now, I want to get some advice out there. The holidays are coming up. The holidays are, meant, are not meant for you to overeat. They're meant for you to be with your family, be happy, and enjoy the time with them. They're not meant for you to eat, overeat and sit on the couch and fall asleep. They're not meant for that. It's meant for you to have a good time and enjoy your family because you haven't seen them all year. I tell people when this holiday season coming up, if you want to start on this journey, start cutting back a meal. If you're eating four meals a day, eat one meal a day. I mean, I know that you should only eat four to five small meals, but I'm talking to the people that are obese. They're eating large meals. They're eating four to five large meals. I'm talking to them because I used to be obese. Start cutting back a little bit. So when the house, when Thanksgiving comes, You'll be prepared, and you won't gain any more weight. You'll start, using, you'll start using my method of not gaining another pound. And I also like to use another method, which I call my half method. Eat half of what you're eating right now. It's easy. Whatever you're eating right now, cut it in half, put it to the side, and eat it later. That'll save you money, and it'll also save you from gaining weight. My methods are very easy and simple. I can teach them to you by, by the Internet on the phone in my office, but you got to contact me at 2damnfat at gmail.com or 2damnfat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can visit me on my webpage. And there's no excuse, as you say, Mr. L, there's no excuse. Because I know a lot of our listeners got uh, uh, two nice outfits, that's a size or two too small in their closet that they didn't told themselves that they was going to get back into. And that's as far as it goes. Yeah, they told themselves they're going to get back into it. And it's three years later. Would you agree? <laughs> yeah, Sometimes. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's still there. Still there, sitting up there. As a matter of fact, it's out of style now. So listen, I want them to listen to this. If you really want to get on this program, I talk about this. If you got clothes that are large, don't buy any more clothes. Don't buy any more. Okay? Don't keep buying them. Once you start releasing weight, you take the old ones that you don't, that are too big for you and give them away. So they'll force you to stay on this program unless you want to go out and spend more money. I don't want you to do that. But it will force you to stay on the program. Because if you can just go in the closet and get another set of pants or dress when you start getting another four or five pounds, you're not going to want to release weight. So I call it putting yourself on an island. Only way you can get off that island, if you roll yourself off, right? You got to paddle yourself off. This way, if you're on this program and you don't have the big clothes to go to, you're going to try to release weight. You're going to try to stay on the program because you don't want to go out and buy more clothes. This is the whole thing of changing your mind. This is the things I talk about in my sessions. This is the thing I talk about online. This is the things I talk about doing um, 
on my Twitter page and everything else. These are the things we have to do. Why is my program so successful? Because I changed the way you're thinking. I'm a motivational guy to help them release an obesity. First thing, you got to get motivated that you want to change your present state of being. You have to do that. And don't wait so long. You know why so many people fail in weight loss programs? It's five main I reasons. That, I was going to just ask you that question. How do you get them to stick with yours after they failed on so many other things? Minds is easy. I'm going to set them up. I'm going to support them. Here's the five reasons. One, no plan. Two, lack of focus. Three, too hard. Too hard. Four, no support or help. And five, not ready. So I fix all those. My plan deals with all of those. You remember I mentioned on my ninth step, there's a plan. There's commitment. There's support. And my question is, you ready? That's why my plan works out better, because I designed the tools to help them get started. It's the steps. You have to follow the steps. You cannot jump in front of the steps to do it. Because you didn't get fat overnight. You didn't wake up and all of a sudden you were 50 pounds heavier. It happened over time. So you have to release weight over time. Reverse your obesity over time. But it can be done with the proper plan, the proper focus, the proper commitment, and the proper understanding and support, which I provide. For my two damn fat soldiers, my two damn fat soldiers help every help each other. They help each other fight this battle because it's going to be a lifelong battle. Because remember, I said it is a lifestyle change. This is not a do it for a couple of days or six weeks. This is for the rest of your life. Yes, I got it. I got it. I just hope our listeners get it. Anything you got to change your life. You got to change the things that you do if you want to see any progress with anything. Absolutely. I heard in the beginning, I heard you talking about scripture in the Bible. I'm going to go to touch on something real quick. In the Bible, it talked about when Jesus said he went to the town and they didn't want to listen, he said, knock the dust off your boots and keep doing what? Keep moving. So you provided a way for them, an opportunity for them. If they're not ready, you have to move and help the next person. You can't stay on a person that's not ready to have, not ready to be helped. You got to move on because there's somebody else that wants your help and that needs your help. I found out in my life that you have to tell some people no, because if you don't, they'll drain you. You follow what I'm saying, Mr. Passion? They will drain you so you will not be able to get the blessings and the things that you need to do because they're holding you back. Another saying is, misery loves company. So if you want to be fat and miserable still, that's your option, but we're giving you an alternative right now to help you beat obesity. And it's not costing you nothing. I offered to give you my book for free. <laughs> All it for costs free, you is and that, hey, and that for, the gentleman is giving you help for free, and that's a lot more than Burger King and Mickey D's is doing. So I want to say to you again, I appreciate you having me on your platform so I can keep moving forward this word of helping people beat obesity. And I thank you for having this time set aside for me. And I hope that your listeners learn some valuable information. But the rest of the information is still here at my website, 2 
Or, like I said, visit me at those other platforms, too damn fat, Facebook, Gmail, Instagram. But also, hit me on my uh, email, too damn fat at gmail.com. I am here to help you because I have a new life back. I have new energy back. I'm ready. I am ready to enjoy the rest of my life. I'm telling the funeral director, you better you better keep moving. It's going to be a long time before you see me. <laughs> so it's going to be a long time before he gets you, huh? <laughs> well, he gets me. I told you, my doctor told me I had five years back in 2017. I went to him last week. He said, I don't have to tell you that no, no more. He said, you, you got your life to live. He's so proud of me. He sends me patience. He also has other doctors sending me patience. He is so proud of me because he knows firsthand the problems and the things that I had. I told you I had 30 years of morbidly obesity, and I switched it. And I have the numbers and the medical records to prove it. I'm not just talking. I'm a living example. If you visit my webpage to see how big I was, I was big as a house. I'm looking at the pictures of myself right now. Look like two different people. <laughs> two different hey, hey, people. And, and that's a constant reminder for yourself, correct? Absolutely. I keep pictures of all my clients. I take pictures of them, and I show them how they, the process of them releasing weight. And they see the picture, and they go, that was me? I said, that was you. But now this is you. And that's what I want to do. I want to create a new you. I want to create a new body. But the only way we can do it is by you being able to reach out and touch me. Listen, I want to break this down on my last couple minutes here. I don't want you to go through the things that I haven't gone through in my past 30 years. Buying medicine, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on medicine for no reason. Having to buy big trucks, Tahoe Suburban so I can get into. You know what I drive now? I drive a, a, a Maxima because I can get in. I would have never bought a Maxima before because I couldn't get into it. Right. I couldn't get into it. I used to buy Suburbans, Tahoes, Silverados, because they was a, they are big for big people. So I'm trying to tell you. All the way to the back seat. All the way to the back seat, stomach hitting the steering wheel. I know what it is to be fat. So I want your listeners to understand. I understand their frustration. Understand their misery. Understand their hurt. I understand their lack of focus. I understand them being afraid to call in, understanding that I must not know what I'm talking about. I know how it is. I heard it before. I heard people being afraid. They can't believe it could be true. I heard all of it before, but I can tell you it's the truth, and I want to help you. If you can't hear it in my voice that I want to help you, then you'll keep being fooled by the obesity monster. And I like to say the obesity monster, and sometimes I break it down like this, I call him the devil. You will be fooled because the devil wants you to be fat because he knows that you can't work or fight against him when you can't move. But when you're in shape, you can duck and dodge, move out the way of those arrows, get out the way. But when you're fat, you can't move. So I know it's a way to keep us down by us being fat and overweight. And I don't want to be down anymore. So anybody want to help from me, reach out and touch me. Once again, it's easy. Too damn fat. Every platform, and I'm here to help you. That's powerful stuff. And for those that joined us late, 
The show will be available in its entirety in a few minutes, and Mr. Ola gave you his information, his contact information. Please reach out to us, America, because you know what them other people are talking about us, and he's giving you some jewels here, some way to get it done. So you can get out there and run with your grandkids and might be able to put on them outfits you didn't put in your closet set that you was going to put on that you ain't put on in two, three years. Quit lying to yourself. Get up and do something about it. Right. You know that. You know that's the truth, though. Hey, when you get a new lifestyle back, it's like when you get that new suit, Mr. Paris, and you put it on, how you feel? You feel good, don't you? Sure do. So when you sure shed do. that fat suit that you have on, 100 pounds, 50 pounds, 75 pounds, 200, and you put on that new body, how you going to feel? I feel good every day. I wake up every day with a smile on my face. My wife smiles at me. My kids smile at me. My clients style at me. My clerks workers, everybody smiles, and everybody says the same thing. They stop saying to me, you know what they stop saying to me? How much weight you lost? Because you know why? It's two years. It stopped. This is me. No more questions. Or people that haven't seen me in a while, they go, wow, did you have the operation? You look good. You there look you good. Go. That comes next. Yeah. You look good. <laughs> so I want people out there to look good, too. Visit me on my webpage so you can see the pictures of me. I have them up there. I'm not afraid to show you how big I am. Now, if you want me to show you my medical records, if you don't believe me, I'll send them to you. I'll just take my Social Security number out. Okay? So I don't have a problem with it. I am ready to be peeled away to help people beat this obesity. I'm ready to be peeled away. They can ask me any question they want. I'm here to help them. Whatever they need, I am compassionate. This is my life mission to beat obesity. There are 43% of people in this country that are obese. 84 million people that have pre-diabetes conditions. That is a problem. Very much so. Well, Mr. Elder, we thank you so very much for taking time out of your day to come join us and giving us your word, and hopefully, hopefully our listeners will take heed to some of the stuff you're saying they need to instead of rushing themselves to the undertaker because he got too much money already. He really they try to make them rich, the hospitals, the undertakers, the weight loss programs, the pharmaceutical company, they making them rich. And I'm not asking to be rich. I'm telling you for free. Visit me at 2 damn fat. At gmail.com, 2damfat.com, and 2damfat Facebook, and Instagram, and Twitter. Well, Mr. Eller, we want you to come back and join us and let us know if you're going on a book tour out somewhere so we can come out and support. And we will continue to support you on this show. And uh, I'm going to take heed to some of your stuff, too, because I might have an outfit in there that I need to try to squeeze back into, and I need to change my habits a little bit, too. I like barbecue. That's all, Mr. Patterson. Hit me on the side. You can give him a number from the agent. I have a, I already have some dates set up. We'll have the agent send them out to you for the tour that I'm on. But just hit me up. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. All right, man. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Much love, much success to you, and uh, keep on doing what you do. And can a player play? All right. Can a player play? We're going to keep it going. Yes, sir. All right. Mr. Anthony Elder, y'all, too damn fat to lose weight. Y'all get at him because you know you need to. Quit lying to yourself. Do yourself a favor so you can be here to listen to us next week at the same time. You know, he left you the information. Make sure you reach out and let him know that you heard it here on Can a Player Play. And thank you so much, everyone, for joining us, and we'll see you 
next week, same time, right here on Cattle Player Play. Yeah, yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleep but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Slackers don't get fed. Huh? Yeah. Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the plow looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the church for five minutes and you're about ready to quit. I ain't mad at you. I'm just hitting you with the real. <laughs> if you died for me and I was still tripping, now how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This is deep. Huh? Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but you started trying to reach. Huh? But after him who's able to possess your father's by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now the point is was prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate.